Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8, beginning at verse number 26. Word of God uh, last week was Romans 8, 1 through 4. But now we are still here. Amen. An excellent passage of scripture for us. Ex Romans chapter 8, verse 26 through 30. And the word of God says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weakness. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the Spirit is. Because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God. To those who are called according to his purpose. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. And he might, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, when he predestined those whom he also called, whom he called, Though these he also justified, and whom he justified, these he also glorified. May the Lord bless the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word, claiming your divine destiny. Claiming your divine destiny. Tell your neighbor, I'm claiming my divine destiny. What is providence? What does the word providence mean and or stand for? We are here today because of God's grace and his mercy. Many of us have come from a mighty long way. And we look back at our lifestyles and where we've come from, what we've come out of. Amen. And even we thank God for what we're about to enter but we thank God for his divine providence. Providence is foreseeing, it's a foreseeing care and a guidance of God over the creation of the earth and the people on the earth. We're talking about divine providence. You didn't accidentally get where you are. As a child of God, God's divine providence has interceded on your behalf. It has guided you. You thought it was because of this situation that I'm here. It doesn't matter what your situation is. As you enter a new day, God gives you direction. Even if you mess up, he's able to straighten it up. He's able to get you back on the course that you are, are destined to uh, journey on. The, you have a destination. What God has begun in you, he is able to complete. Philippians 1 and 6 says that for us, he says, he who has begun a great work in you will complete it. Yeah, he's planning on doing as you yield yourself to him, as you trust in him, as you rely on him. But the question is, who is it 
that is guiding us? Who is it that's giving us direction? And we talked about the spirit of life on last week. That's why there's no condemnation to those which are in Christ Jesus, because we have the spirit of life that comes with Christ Jesus. As you accept him as Lord and Savior, he gives you his spirit. And therefore, he begins to live in you and guide you as you lean and depend on him. Isn't it something that we don't have to look out as we look into the world, we look for help from on the outside. But how many of you know that God has fixed it so that you got everything you need on the inside? You got the answers. You got a counselor. You got a comforter. You have everything that you need on the inside. There are Three things we want to lift from this passage. And the first is that you have a new facilitator. And I thank God for the facilitator. We'll talk about him. And we also know that you have a new confidence. Not only that, but you have a new destiny. I don't know about you, but I just thank God for the facilitator. Who is the facilitator? The question is, what is his identity? What is the identity of the facilitator, the facilitator's uh, identity? He is called the Holy Spirit. He is called the Holy Ghost. He is called the presence of God. He's called the comforter. He's called the guide. He's called the enabler. He is the one who helps us when we're so weak, we can't pray our own prayer, but he helps us in our weakness. When you're about to run out of strength, he, he enlivens you. He strengthens you when you're about to fall down. I thank God I know who he is. He's not a it, but he is a he. He is God himself that has entered us. And when we come from Genesis, we find that we fell out of relationship with God. We had a spirit, but we did not have the spirit. We used to walk with God, used to talk with God, and we used to just serve him. And we find that Adam did that in the garden. But when he fell down, he lost that connection, lost that internet, internet connection. He lost that satellite dish, that signal that's coming from on high. That's why God sent his only begotten son. Yeah, it's not on my paper, but that's why he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life that starts right now. When you have the spirit of God, you need to understand, ladies and gentlemen, that your body is not keeping you alive, but it's the spirit of God that's keeping you alive. Yeah, when the body stops working, ladies and gentlemen, the spirit of God goes back to him who created it. And I just thank God for his spirit. How many of you thank God you know his identity? Yeah, he's in the word of God and you can read all over. He'll comfort you when you need comforting. And I thank God for the facilitator. What does a facilitator do? A facilitator is responsible for leading and coordinating the work of the group. Yeah, if you're a facilitator, it's like a being a teacher, but it's a facilitator kind of conducts how the operation goes forth, how people will. They lead and they coordinate. And you could say you need him as an individual, and that's true. But we need to understand that as a corporate body, the facilitator, which is the spirit of God. And I just thank God that he's in my life. And I just thank God how he works. Many of you don't even realize that I will trust 
trust in the Lord is something that I have to bring up this afternoon. The same words, the same melody. And I was like, how does she know anything about trusting in the Lord? And that I had it written down on my paper. But ladies and gentlemen, how many of you know that we got the same daddy? Yeah, the same one who walks with me and talks to me. He's the same one that talks to you. And I thank God for his, the facilitator's reliability. How many of you thank God that he's always there, even when you're, you're not there, even if when you're not responding? I just thank God for the reliability. He's always there. His, uh, uh, his prayer for us, his keeping of us is vital for us to keep moving forward. Listen, if it was up to you and I, we would easily, we would easily stop Stop serving because of trials and tribulations of life, the pressures that come. A person drowns when they can't catch their breath. Soon as they try to get another one, the water comes in. Soon as they get another one, they try to get it. And after a while, they get overwhelmed and they drown. Ladies and gentlemen, we would have drowned. Yeah, if it wasn't for the Spirit of God that's praying for us. Not only that, but he intercedes for us. The facilitator is reliable. He's there. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. Not only that, but he's an intercessory prayer that he offers on our behalf. And you say, well, how is it that he prays? He prays with groanings. I used to think that this particular text was saying to us that he hears our groans and then he communicates the Bible is actually saying that the Spirit of God groans on your behalf, which means that he knows what you're feeling. He knows when you got fears. He knows when you have frustration. He knows when you're down in spirit. He knows the trials that you have, the pain that you're experiencing. He knows it, and he prays on your behalf. I don't know about you, but I'm glad that somebody prays for me. I'm glad that he, he, he prays and he prays and he tries to make sure. What does he pray? He prays that you and I are in the will of God. How many of you want to be in the will of God? Ladies and gentlemen, listen. The Spirit of God ain't come for you and your agenda. He did not come to see what you want and how you want to get it and what you want to own. He came with a, with a, a heavenly agenda. He came to do what thus said the Lord. Somebody say amen. You got to understand your time is not your own. We sing so many songs and we don't really comprehend what it all means. We have to understand that he, we're bought with a price. No more I but the Christ that lives within us. Ladies and gentlemen, he prays and he groans in a language that none of us could comprehend. But he says, God, I know what they're going through. I know what she's going through. I know what he's going through. God, and I'm going to intercede on their behalf. They're about to lose it. They're getting weak right now. But I want you to strengthen them. I want them to go to sleep one way and wake up another. Because weeping endures for a night, but joy. It surely comes in the morning. It doesn't come because you're good. It's because a God in you never sleeps and never slumbers. But he, he's working on your behalf even while you're sleeping. You're waking up and you got a new attitude. You wonder where it came from. It comes from the Spirit of God. His identity, his reliability, his intercessory prayers that he offers on your behalf. Not only that, but he does it with groanings. And he does it so that you'll be in the will of God. I don't know about you, but I want to be in the will of God. I want to be in the will of God when what, with whatever ministry I perform, I want to be in God's will. 
Listen, I might stumble before I get here, but when I get here, I want to stand strong in him. Somebody say amen. We want to make sure that we know who the new facilitator is. Claim that for our destiny. Know that we have the spirit of God. Even when you feel lonely and people seem like they've left you and you don't have the support or you can't feel the support that you need, you need to know that we have a new facilitator. Not only that, but we have a new confidence. Yeah, around verse 28, you're going to see that uh, he works all things together. Aren't you glad that he works all things together? The reason he works it together is because you let him live and you allow him to not only be resident, but president in your life. Yeah, and he said, I'll work all things together because of the causes, the causes of God. There's always a cause and effect in life. Ladies and gentlemen, you are not here accidentally. There's a cause that led you this way. God is always working by his divine providence. He'll make your house very uncomfortable so that you will come see him. Yeah, he'll make your, your job, and I don't care how much money you make, he'll make you run to the end of it. You can be a rich, poor man. You say, well, what does that mean? If you make a million and you spend a million, you're just as broke as a man on the street. Yeah, yeah, you, you got to understand that even if you make a million and you don't have the spirit of God, you're still broke. Come on, somebody. Jesus came for the broke, the left out of the lost and the lonely. And we need to understand that he causes things to work together when you yield yourself to him. And he works it out for the good. Everybody say all things. Yeah, it don't matter what you messed up, he can work it out. Yeah, and even if you got to leave some pork on the left and on the right, he'll still work it out. How many of you had children out of wedlock? Ladies and gentlemen, won't he work you out? How many of you know the children that bear children even when they're not in wedlock or it wasn't a good time? My grandmother told me a long time and they ain't never going to be a good time. Your job is to have the children and God will make a way. And uh, many of us get mad because our children come in. However they come in, they come in uh, 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 out of wedlock or certain other transactions might transpire but I don't know about you but I love the ones that show up I know that what would I do with without the little ones that that come in my life however they got here listen I'm not here trying to say uh, they was in sin and they shouldn't have did that no this little treasure that got here this little person that got here I don't know what what I would do without him or her in my life because you say well what does that all mean it's because God works it all together for his good yeah they meant it for evil but how many of you know that God means it for good many of you are going through some situations and circumstances let God do what he does because he will truly work it out for the good even when you messed up he'll make it out for the good how many of you thank God for his causes not only that we thank him for the call yeah because you got confident because he calls it uh he calls us causes things to happen in our life and he works it out for the good but I thank God that he called us the call of God. How many of you thank God that he called you into the family of God? How many of you remember your lifestyle before you yielded yourself to God? There's a lot of us been in church so long that we forget where we came from. Yeah, we, we forget that where we are is because God brought us. And I'm here to let you know that God wants you to be in a relationship. And I thank him that I'm in the family of God. I thank him that I have the favor of God. And I thank him that I have the fortune 
of God. How many of you know that we're already rich because our father's rich? Yeah, and it's not about material things, ladies and gentlemen. I have an abundant life that comes from the inside. I thank God I have the confidence, the confidence that you should have and that we should have is because no matter what your situation, God's going to work it out for the good. And you got to remember whose you are. You can't just, uh, just go through the Christian life and say, I'm winging it. I'm just a member of this church. I'm a member of that church. You're a member of the kingdom of God. You're an ambassador of God. You are to put your head up you have to walk with confidence knowing that you as a child of God you're in the family of God it doesn't matter what situation I thank God for his favor favor is not fair but it is uh, God's gift to you and I it empowers us to do things that we could not do on our own and then I also thank him for the fortune and the fortune just means that there are some things that's going to happen in my life. There's going things that are happening even right now in my life. But I thank God that he's right there with us all the time. How many of you thank God for being right there with you all the time? We need to give God the glory. We need to give him the praise. We need to give him the honor because we have a new facilitator. Not only that, but we have confidence. Did anybody here have confidence this morning? Your confidence is not in you, but your confidence and your focus ought to be on the King of Kings and the what? And the Lord of Lords. I just thank God for who he is. Last of all, ladies and gentlemen, I'm through. He said, you have a new destiny. How many of you want to do better than you're doing even right now? I don't know about you, but I want to do better. It is not about material things, but I want to do better. I want to make a greater difference. I want to do some things. But in order for me to do that, I need to do it God. God's will and God's will and do it his way. It's not about my will, but it's his purpose in you and I. And I thank God that he has a summary. If he sums it all up, he said, I want you to be conformed to the image of my son. Yeah, we come in and we want to look, we want to show out, we want to be all this and that. He said, no, 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 I'm trying to turn you into, I know where you came from, I know your attitude, I know your vocabulary, I know your friends, I know what you've been experiencing over the past few years, but he said, I come that I want to turn you into my son. I want you to look like him. I want you to walk like him. I want you to carry carry my spirit in a, in a way that you can demonstrate the love, the joy, the peace, the long-suffering, the gentleness, and the kindness that are commanded of the children of God. I don't know about you, but I want to be better. I want to be able to love my enemies. I want to be able to love my friends. I want to be able to uh, be there when God needs somebody to give a cold cup of water, when he wants somebody to visit, wants somebody to pray for someone else. I want to be available. I want to be available to not do what I say, but what he said. I remember, ladies and gentlemen, I'm bought with a price. Yeah, I'm bought with a price. No more I, but it is the Christ that lives within me. Last of all, he gives us a sequence. How many of you thank God for the sequence? And many of you say, well, what is that? He said, for whom he has foreknown, he also predestined. And those he predestined, he called. And when he called you, he justified you. And when he justified you, he glorified you. I just gave you the answers if you were looking for them. But ladies and gentlemen, how many of you thank God that he knew you before you knew yourself? 
A lot of people get involved in that and they say, I don't know nothing about that foreknowledge and things of that sort because God knows all things. He knew when you were born. He knows what time you would be born. He knew when you would arrive and what your life would be. And I just thank God that before, while I was walking in sin, I was at church, but I wasn't in church. I was at church, but I didn't have a relationship with God. I was right there in the back of the church, but I didn't have that relationship. And every time the preacher would give the invitation, it seemed like he was pointing at me and I don't know about you but God has a way to call and he knows you're going to call so therefore he foreknew that you would respond to the call then he predestined you this little boy don't know he's going to be a preacher one day he didn't know he was going to be a proud warrior one day he didn't know he was going to try to help those who are less fortunate he didn't know I was going to break his heart so he have compassion on those who are less fortunate but I predestined him I predestined him to be there Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 11 says in him also we have the obedience of an uh, obtained that is an inheritance being predestined according to his purpose of him who Works all things according to the counsel of his will. How many of you know that he didn't save you so you can do what you want? He saved you so you can be a vessel in his honor. I don't know about you, but I want to be a vessel, yeah, in his armor. He knew me. He predestined me. And then he called me. Yeah, I thought the call was because I had a certain day in a certain environment. He already knew day number one. He said, boy, I'm a, I already know him. He going to accept me as Lord and Savior. Then I'm going to lay my hand on him and call him out of darkness. Yeah, into the marvelous light. I don't know about you, but I thank God that one day he looked down beyond my faults and he saw my need. Anybody can thank God. Anybody remember the day when he called you? Anybody remember the day when he called you? Yeah, when he changed your life when he made a difference a lot of people come to church but they don't know the God of the church but I thank God that he calls us he calls us out of darkness even into this marvelous light not only that but how many of you thank God for his deliverance how many of you been in trouble yes sir he called you and he delivered you yeah not only that but he redeemed us yeah, I was on the slave block. You and I were on the slave block. But I thank God that one day he came by and said, I want that one. And he looked on the shelf. He said, I want that one. He said, no, nah, no, nah, this one ain't going. I want that one right there. I mean, he had your name. He saw you. He saw you as you were being traded in. He saw you as Satan would love to take you and, and sift you like wheat. He said, no, nah, not that one. He said, because my blood is going to be over their life. I wish I could settle down here, ladies and gentlemen, but I'm excited about the fact that God knew who I was. He knows who you are. He predestined you. He called you, and then he justified you. Everybody say justified. How many of you have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God? How many of you know that when you, you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, he fixes it so just as if you never did it? How many of you got a pass, ladies and gentlemen? I know I had a pass. Mine wasn't as ghetto as others, but it was bad. Somebody say amen. Sin is sin on a white shirt. Yeah, stain is a stain on a white shirt. Yeah, it don't matter where it is, even if you hide it, even if you put a butterfly over 
over. Sin is sin. You're still dirty. I don't know about you, but because of who Jesus is, he justified me. He made me right before God. You can't walk up on God any kind of way. You got to yield yourself to God, and you can come boldly before the throne, not because you've been good, but because he's good. Now, how many of you thank God for his justification? Yeah, just as I am without one plea, I just justification. I've been justified by Christ. I'm finished right here. How many of you thank God for his glory? I thank God for his glory, and it seems like that glory is going to come in the future. But how many of you know, ladies and gentlemen, he said you have been glorified. And yeah, if you look at the text, it's saying that you have been glorified and you will be glorified. It's not about me. It's not about me shining, but it's letting Christ shine through you. And that God will get all the glory. Let men see your good works, that they may glorify the Father who is in heaven. Ladies and gentlemen, you you get in the spotlight. People compliment you. People talk about how good that you are doing this and that and how you're doing ministry. You get a little glimpse of God's glory. But I don't know about you, but one of these days, I'm going to let this whole house go. Yeah, and I'm going to see him in his glory. I'm going to be with him in his glory. But I just thank God. I say I thank God for his divine destiny. How many of you are going to claim your destiny? How many of you know that you got a facilitator who will never leave you? nor forsake you and when you're weak yeah he'll pray on your behalf you'll go to sleep one way and you'll wake up another and I thank God that he not only uh, gives us comforts us in that way but he also gives us confidence how many of you got confidence I need some of you to stand on your feet and say I got confidence I believe that God is going to work everything out for the good for those who love him I got a question do you love him today do you really love him today? And if you love him, you got to stand with confidence knowing no matter what trouble I'm in, no matter who set me up, no matter what transpired, God's going to work it all together. How many of you got something you need God to work together for your good? Yeah, it might seem bad right now, but I don't know about you, but I don't look like what I've been through. Amen. And even when I'm going through, I ain't going to smell like smoke. I ain't going to smell like what I've been through. I, I, I ain't going to smell like I've been through it. God going to take me through. He going to work it all out. Anybody got something they need God to work out? Listen, don't play, church. You got to have a relationship, the facilitator, the confidence, and then you got a divine destiny. I thank God that he knew me before I knew myself. He predestined you. He knew you would accept him. He knew you would rely on him. You didn't accidentally get here. Then he justified you. He said, whatever your prayer is, you just go to God. I already paid the price. You got to act like you. When you fall down, get back up. The Bible says when you confess your sins, he is faithful to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Listen, don't punish yourself. Claim your divine destiny. Know that you have the Spirit of God. You need to walk with that confidence that you have in Him. Then know that you have a destiny already marked out for you. God knows the beginning. This is not your end. Yea, though I walk through the valley. It didn't say, yea, though I stay in the valley. Yea, though I sit down in the valley. 
I'm walking through. No matter what it is you're going through, you're going through it. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm just going through. This is not the end. This is not the final call. God has greater things for us. We want to stand strong. We want to stand strong in him. If you're here today and you just need prayer this morning, I want you to come. If you're here this morning, you don't have a church home, the Lord is leading you.